Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Howard J. Dingers. And this is Three Count Review. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live Review. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Oh, man, you know you've really hit a stress, stressful point when you, like, basically just call your parents and you just, for no apparent reason, you just call them. Or you text them, like, hey, can one of y'all call me? It's not urgent at all. And they call you, and you just go on a rant. For a solid 10 minutes in the library while working on stuff. Like, you just go on this massive freaking just curse-filled rant. And on the opposite end, you just hear one of them, like, like they're understanding, but they are laughing at you because it is just hilarious that their kid is just like, screw this. Yeah. Oh, You know wow. it's finals week when my fingers start looking, like, terrible. <laughs> and just my stresses. Yeah, man. Much up. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm tired. Yep. Um, yeah, ready, ready for it to be next Thursday. That's when all my stuff's done. That's, that's all I'm ready for it. And then Sunday, then that Sunday, I move back home, and I'm very excited for that. Just ready for it. Yeah. But. But. Jeez, I can't even. I was gonna say I got to watch wrestling and it was fun. It was fun, but it's there's a lot to talk about, kind of, with one thing in particular, and it's I don't know. It, it's concerning, and I don't I don't even know. So all right, we're gonna talk. We're, we're talking Raw and SmackDown, but the actual Raw and SmackDown reviews are going to be re- relatively short. Because I mainly just want to talk about this wild card rule. So basically, I mean, there's a kayfabe reason and there's an actual reason that this is happening. Let's start with kayfabe. Kayfabe, <laughs> kayfabe Roman on Twitter over the last week was like, hey, I have unfinished unfinished business on Raw, so I'm going to come on Raw. What's his unfinished business on Raw? I- I is guess, it Drew? I guess it's Drew. But he beat Drew at Mania. I don't know. So then they so that but then WWE's Twitter was like, "No, you're on SmackDown. You can't come on Raw." And then Roman replied with saying, "Have my music ready at eight. Okay, cool. So the show opens up. Vince comes out. I, I don't even know what he was saying to be honest. And then Roman came out. Here's my first problem. If he's not supposed to be on the show, <laughs> why did they give him an entrance? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're sitting there in the back in Gorilla, and they see him walking out to the thing, and it's like, no, don't go out. Oh, no, he's walking through. Might as well hit his music anyway. <laughs> like, make it, let him come from the crowd. Roman has a history of coming <laughs> through the right. crowd. With, and just don't – no music. Just have him come through the crowd. Like Becky when she was suspended. Mm-hmm. Like – I don't, and then I mean, and uh, Kofi and Daniel ended up coming in the same segment. Both SmackDown guys, not supposed to be on Raw. Music. But they got entrances, and Kofi had pancakes. Like he had planned to be there. Someone made him those pancakes. <laughs> you guys hired a continuity guy, which I will admit, is starting to show. We'll they get did to hire that. a continuity. Guy, they did hire they? a continuity guy, and it is starting to show a slight bit but this is little things that some people pick up on anyway anyway so roman comes out he says he's whatever daniel comes out which was a great surprise and a great thing for wrestling fans because he has been out since wrestlemania with a quote undisclosed injury and you think daniel bryan injury you immediately go to the neck and it was there were rumors circulating and everything mm-hmm. So it was just very good to see Daniel Bryan back out and just on back on WWE TV. It was very good from a wrestling standpoint. Um, and then Kofi comes out. So then all three of those guys are in the ring. 
Kofi and Daniel are yelling at each other. And Vince just all of a sudden goes, shut up, I had an epiphany. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. Oh, and God. he he says... He says, all right, well, I, I just, I'm a genius. I just came up with something. I, I fixed it. We're, I'm, I'm instating the wild card rule. Every week on Raw and SmackDown, three superstars from each brand can jump to the other brand. That's about it. Which later in the show was stretched to four people because Lars Sullivan stared intently at him. <laughs> He's like, okay, we better make it four. Okay, that's fine. But on Raw, it was these three, Kofi, Daniel, and Roman, plus Lars. Who's officially SmackDown. Who's right? Who is officially SmackDown. But Elias was also on the show. Five. <laughs> and then you look at SmackDown, and you have, it was AJ Styles, Sami Zayn. What was AJ doing over there? It's the house that AJ Styles built. That's he, true. He yeah. said, "If anyone's gonna invoke this wildcard rule first, it's gonna be me." Fair enough. That's I love fair. It. So it was, it was AJ, it was Sammy, and it was the Usos. Makes sense. But the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. There's two of them. Right. <laughs> oh, now I'm struggling to remember. There was a fifth one. <laughs> So I don't know if they're if WWE was it like, Seth. Uh, the Usos count as one. I'm trying to remember now who it was. <laughs> we'll get to it eventually. But there was five again. Okay. They're already breaking the rules. It. <sighs> so much for the continuity, guy. It's so frustrating. <laughs> okay, so that's the kayfabe reason. Vince literally, in literal Vince fashion. On the spot, last minute, was like, here's a new rule we're implementing. Oh, that sounds very realistic, Vince, of him. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it was some meta commentary. It was decent. The real reason, reportedly, Fox has now changed their mind. And apparently now with Fox and USA, they want a full roster of superstars on each show. They don't mind that the... They are basically sharing rosters with each other. Mm -hmm. They just want a full roster. Is they, there a reason why Fox changed their mind? Fox, they just want the superstar power. They want, they don't want either AJ or Roman. They want both of them. Basically, it's not. Right. It's not those two specifically. That's just an example. So, like hypothetically speaking, if like if Seth still becomes, or if Seth is like the hottest product, or is like the hottest thing on Raw, like head and shoulders. It has a little bit more like yeah. firepower behind him, but Fox wants everyone. If that makes sense, then yeah. And so does USA. So apparently, well, they I mean, agreed. USA's had everyone right. For that's a bunch years when they split. Right. They don't want just half the roster, I guess. So but basically, screw a screw a bland screw a brand split. Basically, bland split split has been a better word for it lately. Bland split. Yeah, um, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, so but so that's coming out of the networks. WWE still wants the brand split. Why? Because it's working and they they like it yeah, right I, now. I mean, it's I I like it. I enjoyed it because when, otherwise, when it's SmackDown becomes the the recap show, basically, yeah, and we get the Raw Super Show, and I don't want that again. Exactly. So, I like it. WWE seems to like it. So their compromise to the networks apparently is this wild card rule. Where any five random? Any or, four or any is four. A, the official rule. <laughs> any So any week it could be a different four. Just any, yeah, randomly just can popping be up. Any, which, in theory, as a wrestling fan, can work. I, I have a slight twist of optimism towards this because you could be having some sort of feud and someone just kind of pop or some sort of random match. That someone goes out, like a Sami Zayn goes out on Raw and he's like, Doing his big thing. And a SmackDown guy can make a surprise, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like return, I guess. To the, they, they can make a, a surprise interruption. And that's fun. That Those are good moments. It can be good. It'll change things up. It'll feel a little bit fresh. So from an optimistic standpoint, this can be good. But it's panic booking. Because this is – not only is this coming off of the reports of the Fox deal, which they have – how many months to fix to come up with a legitimate they literally have a little bit under half a year 
to be to come up with a legitimate fix for this they didn't have to do this in a week the reason they did this in a week is because of how bad the ratings were last week they were almost under two million last week on raw that's awful mm-hmm. that's awful so typical vince fashion he sees low ratings and he's got it he's got to get his uh bump up you know he's got oh did he rob it nope home run for the brewers who hit it it was moose it was moose anyway how do you bump the ratings insert vince in there insert vince insert your top guy roman reigns and then and then they built in kofi and daniel bryan they made this they threw together this wild card rule they had a wwe championship match on raw it was a panic move because of the ratings, yeah. and they're just—it's—it's it's not good to see. They're panicking. They don't. Instead of, instead of focusing on long-term storylines and trying to build new superstars, they're relying on now. They're relying on panic booking. They're relying on short-term fixes. They're relying on Saudi shows where they can bring back these old guys mm-hmm. in Undertaker, Goldberg, and Lesnar. Instead of building new characters. And you know, which is why kind of NXT is even in existence. Exactly. <sighs> and then these NXT guys come up and they go in 50-50 booking things with Robert Roode and Ricochet. Ricochet. Mm-hmm. It's... They, they don't know what they're doing. They don't. I legitimately feel that if... And I don't know if there's been any reports about what Vince is going to do when the XFL officially takes off. But... If he's going to divert most of his attention to the XFL, I think he's just got to start giving more creative to Trips and whoever else is there. And that's the that's the theory, is that once the XFL comes, he will devote most of his time and he won't be as involved in WWE. Here's my fear. Vince won't want to give up that creative control. So then I believe he will be then paying even less attention to the product, mm-hmm. but he will still have final say on stuff. That's my fear, that he will be at an XFL game on Sunday, sitting in the sitting in the owner's box, yep. saying, "No, just kidding," you know, make Roman champion tonight. Like he he'll be paying even less attention than that he is now, mm-hmm. and be making these same decisions. The thing that also kind of makes me worried is if the XFL flops and then he goes back to WWE and tries to pull a whole redemption thing and try to have his all hands on that because that's the second time that he swung and missed with the xfl so yeah so there's a lot of things to worry about that like i said the wild card rule in theory can work if they do it right but i have no faith in wwe to do anything right at this point i they haven't proven that they can do anything right recently so in theory it should work but i'm very I'm very cynical on it. I'm I'm also I I also don't want to praise them for this panic booking that they keep doing. They, this they, is the, they, how many times I was going to say how many times is this in the last 4 or 5 months? In that, the last 6 months, this is the third hard reset that they have had on WWE TV. Oh, I you could it, argue I would have I was going to say I was going to give it 4. You could argue 4. Cuz there's the new I mean, there's the shake up, but that that does, at least that's isn't built in. That's, that's built in. But there was the initial one. There's where the, the, the new faces. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you guys are the authority. <laughs> You're making rules. Right. Then there was then there was the big four from NXT. Yep. Uh, Champa, Gargano, Ricochet, Black. There's now the wild card rule. What's the fourth one? I I would have argued the superstar shakeup. What? Would you? Yeah. Wait. I mean, I don't, those, I don't necessarily those think two the those two weeks after Mania because it. Yeah, you had, you had the War Raiders come up. Mm-hmm. You have Robert Roode. You have the Shake Up, which is new feuds and everything. Right, and then other NXT call ups. Like, yeah, I don't. So know. I, don't I would, even I though I it's would, a, even though that's a scheduled hard reset, it's, it's still, still a hard, hard reset. reset. Okay, in my opinion. All right, so yeah, so if we're going by four, then then yeah, so you have the new faces, which was the. Uh, the Lars, the Lacey, the EC3s, the Potato, yeah, 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 all that good stuff. You have oh god, the on their way to NXT guys. You could almost count that. What do you mean on their way to NXT? The, the guys that you just mentioned. Yeah, that was he already counted that. Okay. Oh wait. Yeah, so, so I counted that. So you then, count the first one. Yeah, so the I count on their way. The the on their way guys. The, the, yeah, that's yeah, that's the first one. And then wait, wait, what's the first one for you? 
the very first one the authority the authority were not the authority anymore that was the same that was the same one yes but those call-ups didn't come about until about a month later well, when the authority said they weren't the authority, that was like when they started to preview the new faces thing. So I, so right. I, so I grouped that together because they, because when they said that, they had also on that same night said, "Yep, these are these are the people coming up." I disagree because they didn't, they didn't debut, let alone do anything for about a month or two after that. So, so you're counting when they came up and everything. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So if we're going by that, which I can kind of see, but at the same time, they like. They showed yeah. the graphics the same night the authority waved their that's authority fair. figures, and that's why I lumped them together. That's fair. But yeah, so, but for the sake, but for the sake of uh, today, we'll, we'll put them as their own separate entity. So we have the authority not being the authority, on their way from NXT, the Big Four from NXT, the Big Four from NXT, the shake, and then the shakeup, and, and then now the wild card rule, the wild card rule. And then if we're really going to be technical as far as things that are like built-in hard resets, six just would be just your standard post-mania call-ups. That doesn't really count as a shake-up thing. Yeah, no, I count it as a shake-up. I wouldn't. I the War wouldn't. Raiders came up as, as part of the shake-up. It happened yeah. the week of the shake-up. Yeah, but before the shake-up became, like it's, it became like a like a set-in-stone post-mania thing, the one thing that would always happen was post-mania call-ups or right. post-mania returns. So but I now would, they've moved it to the week of the show okay so they, yeah. they count it as the shake they count that and yeah. yeah all right yeah. then yeah then if, it, if that's now technically part of the shake-up yeah. then yeah then and so, honestly the shake-up has hasn't even ended <laughs> like, no we they still, don't still know. change people's brands it, it's just it's bad it it reeks of um tna back i don't know i don't know i don't know what year it was but when they tried to go head to head on Monday nights and everyone stopped watching mm-hmm. and it was almost every week hard reset, hard reset. This mm-hmm. week we're gonna do this, this week we're gonna do this, this week we're gonna do this. It it's and they that's the thing, they don't even have competition yet. No. They don't have any competition yet. They're Their literally competition's just hard not re- coming until October. Their competitions themselves at this point, because the two NXTs are doing are better than them not rating wise not rating wise no but content wise well yeah 100 percent. but i just i mean rating wise they're just Ra- they, they're, i mean if you go gotta by, fight the finals if soon. you go by that then smackdown should be better than raw but it, that still isn't right i mean soon the wrestling's gonna i mean wwe's gonna have to fight with the nba finals they're already fighting the nba playoffs as it stands i mean baseball it's, it doesn't really get interesting till october um, they got the Stanley Cup Finals. They got to fight mm-hmm. with soon, but outside of that, summer's kind of nothing. It's a whole lot of nothing. It's really bad. It's it's really bad. All right, we're we'll actually dive into the. What am I doing? Um, I'm trying to look up the raw ratings because I'm sure they should be out. Um, but they, I don't know. It's. I'm just I'm worried about the future for WWE. I'm trying to. How did the wild card rule fix the ratings? They probably didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Holy crap! What? Oh boy. No way. What? What way? Okay, that's a okay. Hold on, that that's that's different. Okay, I'm looking at different numbers here. Okay, the first hour drew two point four. Yeah, up from last week's first hour. We're which talking millions, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, the second hour dropped to two point two. Okay. Virtually a tie from last week's second hour. And the third third headline or the third hour. It's uh two point oh. Which, by the way, the third hour headlined by Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Was 2.0? 2.0. So they lost $2 million each hour. Or point two each hour, each hour. It's definitely above last week's 1.8. But holy Yikes. crap. That is just Not bad. even Kofi and Daniel could save the third hour? Losing... 400,000 people every week or every hour. That's just not good. 
The rating itself was a 1.63 rating. <laughs> this year, the the rating of the, this year. Okay, so we know the the post WrestleMania cooldown, right? The, the ratings kind of go down. The, the the TV isn't that great. Yeah. So this week, the rating was a 1.63. Oh. Last year at this week, 1.94. Oh my god. Two years ago it was even a 1.9. Last last week got a one five six. I'm just, I know, and a lot of people argue ratings don't matter. They're still making a lot of money. Most of their money's coming from Saudi, mm-hmm. and obviously the ratings matter. When you have a terrible week of the ratings last week, and you come out the first segment on Raw with Vince McMahon making a new rule to change everything, obviously the it, you can't argue that the ratings don't matter when they do that kind of stuff after they have a week of bad ratings. All right. The actual review. These three, <laughs> the, these three came out. They cut promos. Vince made two WrestleMania rematches. Done. Roman versus Drew. Daniel versus Kofi for the title. Cool. AJ then came out. Vince still in the ring. And he just said, oh, you know, I finally make it to Raw, and you just make up this rule where I can go to SmackDown. He said, fine. You know what? Tomorrow night, I'll just grab a couple of my buddies. Teasing the club. Tease. And we'll go to SmackDown. That's fine. Which he ended up did, did, did going to SmackDown. I like all the teases that he's been making I, in reference he's been to the acting, club. He's been acting very heelish he is, lately. He too. has been very heelish. I'm telling you, we're getting a, we're getting the poor version of the Bullet Club probably. Um, but then Seth came out, and Seth was like, "Hey man, uh, you know you left me laying last week, but that's not going to happen." I think he said. At money in the, I think it might have been later in the show, but it, it, at some point he said, uh, "At money in the bank, you're gonna walk out with a broken nose and two black eyes or something like that." And I'm like, oh shit! All right, cool. Um, yeah, Vince said, "All right, you guys want to fight tonight? You can fight, but not in a one-on-one match. You yeah. have to tag together, and I'll go find two guys in the back who want to fight you." Out comes Bobby Lashley. Out comes Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't <laughs> you can't open the show with a half hour long promo. Basically. Followed by a twenty minute Baron Corbin match. Not only Baron Corbin, but Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley. I don't care who they're fighting. I don't care. they could be fighting Tomasa Champa and Johnny Gargano, two of the best wrestlers in the company. You just can't. You just can't. The amount of rest holds that they do. People are going to leave. No freaking duh that people are leaving and stop watching. Mm-hmm. No duh. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, AJ went for a phenomenal forearm on Baron Corbin, and Corbin ducked it. Uh, AJ hit the phenomenal forearm on Seth, and then AJ left the match. He just walked backstage. Wait, so he missed Baron, accidentally hit Seth, hit Seth and he's like, eh, screw it. And I'm then he's dip. like, all right, whatever, fuck it, leave. And then Baron Corbin hit the end of days on Seth and pinned the Universal Champion. <laughs> gives me hope that he's not winning the briefcase. That's all that gives me. Anyway. I have... I just... I just, Why? Why are they... Why do they love this man so much? Cause they think, cause he draws heat, and they think it's good heat. It's it's not, not. good heat. It's not good heat. We're sick of him. So next we had Sami Zayn come out, and the commentators are going, "Oh, someone's someone's finally gonna come." We've heard rumors all day that someone is finally gonna come out and shut up Sami Zayn. Okay, cool. I was very excited for this. I was like, Cedric Alexander could come out. Someone from SmackDown could come out. Right. We could have a very we could build a very good feud here. Sammy's cutting his promo. His typical, you guys are. Uh, he said he, he's calling himself now the critics' critic. The critics' critic. I don't mind that because okay. he's 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 criticizing the, the critics, critics as in the WWE universe. Right. I don't mind it at all. Sammy has been the highlight of Monday Night Raw since the since WrestleMania. Funny, has he had a match yet? 
He had one against Finn Balor, and then he wrestled on SmackDown. Okay. So, a couple. He, But he his promos are fantastic. Oh, yeah. So. He's so, doing excellent promo work as a heel. Who interrupts Sami Zayn? Braun Strowman. What's wrong with that? He's in the Money in the Bank match. Okay. So, we're not obvi- this obviously isn't going to be a feud. Unless Sammy, this is this was unless a Sammy throwaway. just waltz, waltzes in and just be like, ha, 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 screw you when Braun's trying to get the, get the briefcase. I don't want to see that feud though, because literally a year ago, we saw a babyface Braun Strowman go against a heel in Kevin Owens, and it was bad because Braun Strowman was bullying Ke- Kevin Owens, trying to say that he was the babyface in the situation, and it was just it wasn't good. It was all comedy. It completely killed Kevin Owens' character. It honestly derailed Braun Strowman's character. You mean more? You mean what was left of his character? Exactly. That, that WWE hasn't already derailed. Exactly. But what ended up happening was Braun chased Sammy around the crowd and stuff, and then they went backstage, and eventually Braun threw Sammy into a dumpster. And then he started walking away. He noticed the garbage truck was coming. Conveniently, the garbage truck was coming at 8.30 at night. Hmm. Or 9.30 or wherever their time, stand, their time zone was. And the and the, the garbage truck emptied the garbage into the emptied the dumpster into the garbage truck and drove away with Sammy in the garbage truck. And Braun literally as it was raising, he he kind of he could have saved Sammy. He looked at it and he could have saved him, but he shrugged it off and walked away. How is that baby face? Uh, that's what I don't I just don't like it. I don't know. Braun does something badass. I don't know. We'll come back to this cuz Sammy's on SmackDown, so we'll come back to this. Next, we had the Lucha House Party versus local competitors. Why are the Lucha House Party going against jobbers? It was legitimately a minute-long match, 60 seconds, where it was just admittedly very fun and very well-done high-flying spots because they're all fantastic. Specifically, Grand Metalik, I think he's one of the best high-flyers in the league, in the world. Why are we building the just, Lucha House Party? It literally party? led to nothing. The last couple of weeks, it has been Lucha House Party versus War Raiders, where they kind of beat up on each other. So I was like, okay, squash match, and then War Raiders come down and beat them up. It just ended. <laughs> they just left, and the segment ended. What was the point? So Lucha House Party goes from having a halfway decent program with the Revival to now against jobbers. What was the point? Did they enforce Lucha House rules? I was just about to ask whatever happened to those. <laughs> no, it was it was a six man tag. And did you <laughs> They beat up the other two first. They both like drop kicked the other two on the apron and then just beat up the one dude in the ring and won. <laughs> I can't right now. I just can't. Okay, here's the first bit. I'm angry, but also okay with some of the... Okay. Ricochet comes out. And he it's announced that he's having a match with Robert Roode for his Money in the Bank spot. Mm-hmm. Because Robert Roode was complaining because he beat Ricochet. And then the next week, Ricochet just got handed a, a Money in the Bank opportunity. Hey, can I pause real quick and just ask a question? Continuity, first of all. That's that. That's my point in all this. Yeah. That's a little bit of continuity. I'll take and it. And it's really good storytelling. Yo, I like I'm it. I'm fine with it. I like it. So my question, and it goes back, goes to Robert Roode. Because it was after Postmania when they are like, oh, yeah, Bobby's now wants to be called Robert, and he yes. changed his stash. But they, I was very confused as far as the explanation behind why. So what's the explanation behind it's, why? It's just supposed to be a change in attitude, I, I okay. guess. I, he... He cut a promo after the shakeup because Gable got moved to SmackDown. Yeah, and he was like, "I dropped 200 pounds in dead weight. I'm I, I I have to reinvent myself almost to try to to be I don't know get back to how yeah. when he, he was like honestly he didn't explain it. <laughs> I was gonna say because they because they, they didn't really because they it. showed the promo and it was like here's here's his explanation and he was talking about I was like I got nothing. Yeah. But he was that, just ripping on Chad. That's the implied reasoning. Is that he's just... He's reinventing himself, basically. To become what? Become more glorious or pretty get much, back yeah. to becoming Which, glorious? Which, I have to admit, mustache is pretty glorious. Yeah, I'm about it. 
I'm about it. I'm just about I'm just about heel Robert Bobby whatever. Yes, I agree. Me too. Very much, especially if it has any sh- sort of shade to the NXT Bobby Roode because mm. fantastic There's an NXT character. Bobby Roode. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Champion. yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. And he was all high and mighty. I'm better than you. Showed up in suits every week. I don't. Mm-hmm. You guys don't deserve to watch me. Right. It was very good. It was very good stuff. Here's so that I'm okay. I was very happy with the continuity aspect of this. Robert complaining about not being in the match and wanting a match with Ricochet. Fantastic. <coughs> but then they just beat Bobby Roode, or Robert Roode. They just beat him clean. Well, I mean, what I mean. They don't want to already further the whole stereotype, not a stereotype if it's true, thing that they're just going to bury the NXT guy right away. But they did. Two weeks two weeks ago, Robert beat Ricochet clean. So that's already out the window. <laughs> they, they can't do it again. You, you got to have a really dope high flyer. But this is also a repackaged guy who they wanted to push. <laughs> they can still push him. And- have Robert cheat. Have Robert try to cheat. I, I don't know. I'm I am still fine with Ricochet being in the Money in the Bank because me that, too. that not, match screams Ricochet. I'm not saying if anything, I want Robert to replace Corbin. I'm not saying I wanted Robert to replace Ricochet and have him win here. Mm-hmm. I there had to have been a better way to structure this match where you don't just beat Robert clean because it's it's fifty fifty booking. Yeah. Yeah. You know where they don't do 50-50 booking? NXT. That's very true. They made a three-match feud work between Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono, where Cassius did not win a single one of them. But it still worked. You can do it. Yeah, that feud was actually pretty good, considering how one-sided it was. Mm. It's frustrating. Lacey Evans defeated a local competitor, Mm. which I have to admit, fantastic woman's right. I'm pretty sure she actually connected. So they showed. Yeah, I saw the video of it. I'm pretty sure that I saw someone say like Becky's about to get Nia Jax all over again. Here's the thing: it was a great replay of the hit. Mm-hmm. The only thing was the angle of the replay also very clearly was showing her slapping her arm. <laughs> it was very much exposing the business of like a big old on the like on while she's hitting her. So a lot of people focused on that except instead of the actual hit. But either way, I'm not I'm not going to get too much into it. Um, Natalia, Alexa, Dana, and Naomi were all at ringside because Lacey Evans invited them to watch the match because saying it was basically saying I'm going to win on on uh, Money in the Bank, so you'll probably have to cash in on me. It wasn't a terrible idea. The only thing is that this was the only segment that the women got on the show. Wow. They shoved the two the the two raw money in the bank matches that they have as in the ladder match and the title match into one segment. And it was 5 minutes cuz it was squash match and then Becky came out and beat up uh Lacey, which good god we've seen that enough. Come up with something new. It's is 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 it possible to be Beckyed out? Because I feel like I'm getting close yes. to being Beckyed out. Yes, it's completely yes, yes. <laughs> With her being on both shows, I and think her, I'm getting real Beckyed out. Either right now. she either goes on Raw and she cuts a promo, or she beats up Lacey Evans, and then she goes on SmackDown and she either cuts a promo or beats, beats up, up Charlotte. Charlotte. Blair. <laughs> Just come up with some new stuff, and they did that one week. They had the match with Char or with Beck or with Bailey. Jeez, and then yeah, Charlotte got involved, but at least it was something different. Now I will also again credit to SmackDown. The SmackDown writers are just so much better. Oh duh, no Becky on the show. I'm fine with no it. No Becky on no SmackDown. No Becky on the show. Okay. Unless I'm unless I'm suppressing it out of my memory for some reason. <laughs> there was no Becky, which is good because I I already got my Becky on Raw. All right, that segment was crap. I, I the iconics, I guess, were there, but during a commercial break, iconics were barely on TV this week. They weren't on TV this week, at all. At all. Oh wow, that's weird. They did one segment, and you have. Th- <sighs> Oh, 
Not even going to. Nope. All right. Viking Raiders defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Clean as a whistle with the Viking experience. I am predicting that the Viking Raiders will be tag team champions at the end of Money in the Bank. Yeah, why not? They should. Because I want to see the War Raiders versus the Usos, and I want to see the War Raiders versus the Revival. I want to see it. So do it. I'm already, I literally, on a daily basis, think to myself, who in the hell are Raw Tag Team Champions right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that guy that you booked as a loser for three years. Well, they had to have the feel-good moment of him winning at home at Mania. So then have him lose it to the War Raiders the first night on, or the very first night of Superstar Shake-Up. Yeah, let him have Solidify it. Solidify your Let guys. him have it for a little bit. They build up a couple more dubs, and then he can drop it at Money in the Bank. They don't need it, though, because no one cares. No one cared about that match. I'm telling you right now, it, crickets during that match. And it's the War Raiders. They've already... <laughs> I'm not going to say they've already ruined them, but it's already... All right. All right. So, okay. Speaking of the best things on Raw, Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> it's very good. I, I, I think I made the joke last week, but it's becoming a reality. Firefly Funhouse is a very good show with a lot of wrestling filler around it. This week it was good. I mean, basically what happened was Mercy the Buzzard was chomping on something. Bray found out it was Rambling Rabbit. It was very good. I don't. I don't want to. I think the last couple of weeks I've kind of gone through play by play with it. I. I don't. I probably don't do it justice. I just strongly recommend going watching all three of the episodes, um, because they're just good. And and you know this week they 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 are progressively getting creepier. There was a moment you know the like the. The screen shifted to Bray with his heel heel, heel hurt, hurt hands thing. and yeah. it, they literally killed off Rambling Rabbit, which I will admit, or I do want to talk about it. Great, great symbolism. Rambling Rabbit, what is believed to be a jab at Bray Wyatt's old character and his old promos when he would just talk and talk. The and ramblings talk, yeah. of a maniac, and even the buzzard was literally like he why the, explaining why he did it. He was like. He was trying to teach me. He was trying to convert me to his ideological. He's like some something, something. I. It was like something before he said I ideology or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was basically. It started with a B. It started with the B, and I can't. Yeah, but it was, it was basically explaining what Bray Wyatt used to do with his ramblings, like trying to convert you, to, whatever, like to these weird ideals. And so that's obviously, I think at this point, what that character was supposed to be. Mercy killed it off. And Bray was like, yeah. And Bray was like, you should be rewarded. And there were a bunch of kids, straight ass faces, creepy as hell. It's amazing. I can't, I, I love, because it is progressing. I'm still in love with this. I think it's great. Okay. I do hate that they show it on both Raw and SmackDown. But we've talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, tease the, tease the uh, potential of him going. Mm-hmm. To either or. Right. I mean, now that he really can go either or, thanks to the newly founded wild card rule. You know, for a second there, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the wild card rule. (laughs) You're going to be be reminded regardless. Roman versus Drew, which admittedly was better than the WrestleMania match. Uh, These two like that. These two sell for each other very well. Um, uh, this was a very good, more back and forth match than WrestleMania. Um, Roman hit, surprisingly enough, a Superman punch and a spear and was about to win. And then Shane McMahon and Elias beat up Roman during the pin cover. So Roman won to be a disqualification. That doesn't really matter. So they're beating up Roman. Miz comes out to beat up Shane and Shane runs away. Miz chases him off. So that still leaves Elias and Roman and Drew oh. to beat up Roman, so that's what happened. Claymore. Okay, they're they're building the Elias feud with Roman, is what that just was, really. Yeah, that's all I got on that. Um, oh God, and we were supposed to have the revival versus the Good Brothers, or as I like to call it, future AEW champion tag team championship match. Huh. We were supposed to have that. Usos come out because earlier in the show they were shown walking out of the locker room giggling like school children. And they they revealed that they put <laughs> Usi hot. <laughs> which I'll admit, pretty funny. Usi hot in the 
in the trunks of the revival and it's activated by sweat and it's supposed to make you super itchy i don't know who's gonna buy that product <laughs> but anyway so they so revival were actually i will admit is that why i saw one of them do the whole freaking mr mr crabs uh yeah uh, yeah 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 wedging thing and then one like sliding up they are really making the revival look like freaking children they are. right now and here's the thing it was very entertaining actually it was very funny and i i actually enjoyed this segment in the moment mm-hmm. but the revival are not they're not comedy heels they shouldn't be comedy heels and the usos can be comedy heels but they shouldn't be they should be more serious even if they have that comedy it should be serious rap battle wait, dissing you kind of comedy wait, are they heels or are they faces here their faces. Okay. That I mean, that, but still, they should be right. serious characters. They've There's always been serious kind of tweeners, since, almost since they since they changed from what their from their old persona. Yeah. yeah. And now, in the three weeks that they've been on Raw, they're just annoying Pranksters, comedy yeah. heel or comedy faces, and it's bad. And here's the thing: they were on SmackDown this week, also. Mm-hmm. They were Uso. They were SmackDown Usos. They just came out serious. They just- came out and they were serious. And they they didn't talk like school ch- I don't know what's wrong with the Raw creative team. I really don't. Well, they're ruining one of my favorite tag teams in the form they of the are. revival. Like they are literally saying, "Okay, like we're going to tr- we're going to give you the belts to try to stay, and now we're going to freaking bury you to freaking oblivion now." It's terrible. It's it's just terrible. So yeah, we never got the Brothers versus the Revival. That's of course we didn't, because we're going to ruin two at the price of one. So then no way Jose makes his way out because he's still a thing. I don't know why he was going out there. Was he doing a conga line? Yes. But why? Why did he make random conga lines before? You know, <laughs> you're actually right. <laughs> I I don't know why I even asked. <laughs> so he's out there doing the conga line, and he gets in the ring, and he's dancing, and then Lars Sullivan music's hit, which is now number five in the wild card rule. And Lars comes out and he beats up the conga line and he beats up, ex- er, he beats up no way. Admittedly, very entertaining because Lars is very good. He's good at what he does. This is good. But literally, like, why was he going out there? He's not gonna have a match. It's not like he's gonna cut a promo because it's Lars Sullivan and he's a big gigantic monster. No, I mean, oh. no way. Because he he's done random exactly. conga lines just coming out for no apparent reason before anyway. They usually have matches. Or at least he's interrupting a match or something. Like, he inter- in the kayfabe world, he doesn't know that Lars is there, and he doesn't have a scheduled match. Why is he? <laughs> ah! It's so bad. Continuity, everybody. It's so bad. Okay. Main event, WWE Championship match, Kofi Kingston with Daniel Bryan. Fantastic match, as it should be every time. It really was. Daniel hit a running knee at one point for a very good near fall. There were a lot of there there were a lot of very good near falls that I actually somewhat bought into. Yeah. I, I very okay. much bought into them where I thought maybe they would put it back on. All right. Him. So removing the match, uh how much off was this match? or removing the emotion from the mania match? Because I mean that will obviously This was, like, was a very good match. I was gonna say like where like as match content quality, how off was it from the mania one? Because, I mean obviously emotional content like almost overrides quality from the match on at Mania. That's a good question. Probably about equal. About so, I, I, I mean, because the Mania match was was really good. It was just obviously the emotional aspect right. was just wrapped up. I mean, yeah. If you take out the emotional part, I don't think one was better than the other. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Kofi won with a Trouble of Paradise out of nowhere. That's all I gotta say on it. Raw is in such a bad shape that they had the SmackDown title main event. <laughs> also, kayfabe, real quick. What was the main event supposed to be on Raw? Was it supposed to be the Revival versus the Good Brothers? That's the Raw main event, maybe. <laughs> wow. Because, I mean, kayfabe, literally, you come on the show, your show should be planned out, right? Yeah. But Vince made those ma- made that main event match, and it's SmackDown guys, who he, in kayfabe, did not know was going to be there. Did he expect No Way Jose to conga line for 30 minutes? <laughs> I just- Are you on? Are you actually starting to convince me 
that kayfabe wise the revival was supposed to be the main event yes and it was supposed to be a 40 minute classic and i'm mad that it didn't <laughs> smackdown wild card rule aj started the show it was very i being a smackdown guy was very happy to see aj back on, i know he's been gone what the three weeks right very happy to see him back on the show um and then sammy followed him and sammy was like I don't want to be here. Why are you here? This is all dumb. <laughs> Wait, so why did he even come? That's kind of what I was. So thinking. if he came up to say like I don't want to be here, and but and but why he are you here, AJ? The crowd was booing him, and he was like, "Don't worry, I don't want to be here either." And I'm, at first, I was like, "The why'd you? Right? Like why'd you come?" It's, I think I I guess I don't remember the promo exactly, but I think it I think he was coming out for a championship match. Oh, I think he was gonna call out Kofi. I think. And was he like asking why AJ was here? Yeah, or whatever? pretty much. He, c- yeah, because he was like, "You already have a title match. What are you doing here?" Mm-hmm. And then Kofi came out, and Kofi did Kofi, AJ hit him with? Did AJ hit at some point? Hit the hit him with the house that AJ Styles. Oh, one hundred percent. I hope so. One, he said, "I have to be the first one to use the wildcard rule to come back at SmackDown." And Zach turns to me. He goes, "Why is that, AJ?" And then AJ on cue, <laughs> "Because this is the house." It was so funny. It was, Why is that, AJ? It was pretty. Zach had a great timing on it. It was pretty. That's funny. amazing. Oh, but yeah, Kofi and Xavier came out, and they. Hey, Xavier's good. Okay. Xavier's good. He's still selling the injury. Um, Meanwhile, Biggie's legitimately in rehab right now. Yes, with that's a legit thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Literally, Kofi and AJ exchanged exchanged some words, and Kofi was kind of alluding to the fact that he wouldn't mind putting the title uh, title on the line again tonight against AJ. Sammy stepped in, was like, "No, no, 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 hold up! You don't deserve a title match. You're getting one at Money in the Bank. I was thrown into a dumpster yesterday. <laughs> I deserve a title match." And literally, at both at separate points in the in the promo, AJ and Kofi both. We're like, dude, you you smell like why aren't you shower like why don't you shower, dude? And the crowd would take a shower. Was, this was a fantastic segment. This is the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to with the wild card rule. It's good stuff. But again, it's all short term surprise fixes. It's not gonna fix anything in the long run. Okay. So yes, that this set up a WWE Championship triple threat match for the main event of SmackDown. With the three of them? With the three of them. That's amazing. I'm telling you right now, fucking fantastic match. Really? It's so good. <laughs> oh, sweet. I can't. Oh, wait. We'll get into it. Okay. Alistair Black cut another Bray Wyatt promo. Cool. They <laughs> I want to be optimistic on Roman Reigns. Right? I've been telling you this. I know. They played a four minute package of just like kind of roman reigns's career almost like it 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 showed a bunch of shield stuff including dean ambrose which i thought was a little weird i'm gonna say what did you think they they showed like alluding to him they showed a bunch of matches they showed like the triple h match the undertaker match the lesnar match at SummerSlam, where he won Um, naturally naturally they showed the mcintyre match and which was it was really funny because every match they would show like Roman doing some sort of move and then a spear and then some sort of move and a spear. And then sometimes it was a spear through the barricade and then a spear to win and then a spear through the table and a spear to win. (laughs) I was literally like, this is too many spears. Just no Superman punches. No, it was all spears. But I, okay. But cool. It was a good, it was a good video package. There was literally, literally no context around why they played it. It was just, let's take a look at Roman Reigns. Roman didn't come out after that. Shane didn't come out. Elias didn't come out after that. It was just out of nowhere. I hated it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I know you're expecting me to say something because I'm apparently the Roman Reigns apologist out of our entire friend group, but I got nothing I'd say for that you. More Tyler Job, but yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say out of our friend. Okay. Out of our friend group, I think Tyler is more of an apologist than I am. Yeah, 100%. Well, which is fine, because Tyler and I get along very well because we're both Roman Reigns apologists. So then but. we had backstage Matt Hardy doing an interview about Jeff and about Lars. And then R-Truth came over and was like, hey, man. <laughs> he goes, hey, Matt, I forgot why I came over here. And then Matt was like, is it because we both hate Lars Sullivan? Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> truth is just so good honestly um so that so yeah they talk about you know how they need to team together to beat lars i guess and then 
I can't. I think it was. No, Dasha got fired. Who was interviewing them? Dasha Fuentes got fired. I'm pretty sure one of them got fired. I think it was Dasha. It's not Charlie. It's not Kathy. Okay, yeah, Kathy Kelly's on like everything. Yeah. And it isn't Charlie on, on, Char- on Charlie's on Raw. I don't Yeah, I'm pre- yeah, I think yeah, Dasha left the company for some I reason. Think it was Dasha. Dasha. I don't know who interviewed them, but it was one of them. I did, I don't want to watch the video. No. Okay, but anyway. Whoever whoever the interview uh, the lady was, she like all of a sudden got really big eyes and she backed away pretty slowly. And then Matt turned around and turned into Ms. Dad where he was going like this. <laughs> He's like squared up. He's like, "Oh, truth, look!" Oh my god, it was really awkward, actually. But that Lars was standing behind him. He started beating up our truth. He threw Matt through a door, like he threw him into the door. The door opened, and then the door closed with Matt inside the room. I at first I was like, "He's gonna come back out broken." He didn't come back out. It was weird. And then, in a cool spot, uh, Lars Sullivan power bombed our truth through a table. So I guess that's going to be a, some sort of weird Franken team against Lars. A two-on-one handicap would, between. I mean, yeah, why not? Okay. Why not? Are we going to get uh, t- Are we going to get uh, the 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 multifarious Matt Hardy, which is t- basically Team Extreme? But who, I think right Hardy now or, he's kind of because he's, he's just kind of Matt because he's Matt Hardy, but he's still under like the Hardy Boys persona. But when he came back, you know, when he came back from that injury and everything. He he uh, alluded to he's multifarious as in like he's still he's Matt, everything. right? But yeah. he but when he can, he, but when he can slash wants to, it's almost like the the woken broken thing is like almost as if the equivalent to the demon Finn. He's for like Finn the Balor. Hulk. He he's always angry. <laughs> he's always broken. He can just tap uh, tap into it. I get. I don't know. I mean, so is his so is maybe that so is the woken persona now just the demon Finn persona, but on Matt? Is that what this has now become? As of right now, no. Are there plans for that? Maybe. I mean, which is they I'm haven't okay. used the Woken gimmick since he left. Oh yeah, because he had because the last time he got hurt, when he used the Woken gimmick. Right. Um. So then we had Andrade versus Ali, mm-hmm. the match of the forgotten names, and good match, great match, the match of the forgotten names. <laughs> great match, actually. Uh, th- these two are both phenomenal. Like they're they're both. I think these are two of the future of the company. I really believe that. I will be so okay with that. I uh, more so Andrade, because he's got the mouthpiece and he's actually d- decent. His, his Spanish uh, promos actually come off very well. Um, you think he's just? But Ali, I, even Ali, he had this great, great promo. It was shot outside, almost at like, almost like towards the end of sunset, and he had like, he had a street light in the background. And it's shot very well on a on a phone where he he shoots his promos on his phone, and he was saying how that light, you know, everyone we see the light, it's very hard to reach. It's just like the Money in the Bank briefcase. It's it's gonna be high up there. It's gonna be hard to reach. There's a lot of obstacles in the way. It was a very very well shot and very well delivered promo. Ali's great. So these two had a great match. It was interrupted towards the end by a RKO out of nowhere. Our, Randy Orton uh, on I think it was on Andrade. And then Ali he RKO'd Andrade. Yeah. Okay. Just because they're all in the match. And oh, okay. I was gonna be like, wait a, wait. Neither a of you matter. I'm gonna win. Type of thing. Okay. So he RKO'd Andrade. Ali fought him off for a little bit, and then he he did a pop up RKO on Ali. Awesome. And then Andrade tried to do a springboard to Randy Orton. Terrible idea. Because he got <laughs> RKO'd. <laughs> <laughs> it was, this was it was great. It was very fun. The day I stop popping for an RKO out of nowhere is the day I'll stop watching wrestling. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, just just a fun segment <laughs> all around. Finn Balor, I, I don't know exactly where he was. It looked like he was in Ireland. I think so, because he posted a picture is that, that what he was, it was with his parents. Because he cut a, also a cell phone promo where he was just, I'm going to win money in the bank. And he goes, he said, Finny two belt sounds pretty good. <laughs> I was like, That's actually dope. The double chomp. Finny two belts. Okay, so this this segment, this is where it was announced earlier that Shane was going to crown new tag team champions. And that's what Shane's plan was. Shane came out and he said, we need new tag team champions. And instead of having a tournament or a match or anything, I'm just going to crown who I think deserves them. Here's who I think deserves them. Daniel Bryan's music hits. Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan come out. And Shane is about to reward them with the titles. And we get the, ooh, so, 
Usos come out, SmackDown Usos. Again, they've only been gone a couple weeks, but good God, are the, it's good to see them back on SmackDown. So then Shane's, the, the Usos were like, hey, everyone everyone on SmackDown has had to earn those. Heath Slater and Rhino, we had to earn them. The Bar had to earn them. Hardy's had to earn them. Everyone's had to earn them. You're not just going to give them the titles. They're going to have to earn them. All right, cool. Usos versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Phenomenal match. Actually, might have even been better than the WWE triple, triple Threat at the end of the show. This was phenomenal. This show, or this match, had me actually believing that the Usos were going to go back to Raw with the titles. Because <laughs> I planned out this weird theory in my head where the Usos win and then they combine the tag titles. But anyway... Great match, um, bunch of super kicks, bunch of dives by everyone, bunch of running knees, iron claw slams, the super kicks, super kick, splash. They hit a double super kick and a splash on Rowan, which is really the pinfall that I thought was going to happen. But then eventually, I think the iron claw slam on one of them after a running knee on the outside was the deciding factor. But Daniel Bryan and Eric well, Rowan, I think he is. Yeah, just Rowan. Are your new SmackDown oh, did they drop the first champions. name officially again yeah, now? Yeah, okay. Just Rowan. Okay. So, yeah, they are the new SmackDown tag teams. Great match. Good way to do it because they have no other tag teams except. Except. Who they ran into backstage. Oh, heavy machinery. Stakes and weights, baby. And they all, all that happened was they walked up to them, stared at the titles, and Daniel and Rowan walked off. That could potentially be a very fun feud. Stakes and weights versus the vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it could be very fun. <laughs> Sometimes stories write them. Oh, no. What? Addison Russell's been active. It will be activated. He's, finished. He's, he's finishing up his final week of suspension, and he's about to be activated. I don't care about Addison Russell, to be honest. I don't either, but I don't um, want to see him back in the league. for sure. Uh, da, 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 da. What happened next? Ah, Shane came out because he had a big announcement for Money in the Bank. What was the big announcement? Nothing, because Miz just attacked him. Oh. I think it literally was just so that Shane could stand out there with the briefcases, and then he could get attacked by Miz. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So then... They they fought backstage. Shane was running from Miz. Shane hid behind a pillar. Miz ran past him. It was kind of funny because it was like, please have this work. Please have the. Oh, my God, it worked. That's awesome. Hmm. It was really funny. So then Charlie Caruso is trying to interview him while he's still kind of running from. And he's like, no, no, no. Leave me alone. So he runs out and he tries to get in his limo. Miz comes from behind him, attacks him with a chair. This was all shot at like an aerial view, too, like from one camera. It was very well done. And eventually, low blow to Miz. Shane got in the limo and left. This is all very good build to the steel cage match. I, I, Where they opinion. can't run anywhere. Exactly. I think it's very good stuff. Um. Oh, so you know we're guaranteed yeah. a coast-to-coast spot from the cage. Oh, dear fucking God. Shane's going to die one of these times. Uh, at one point, the B team were beating up the Miz. Oh. Hashtag Miz Drage. I thought it was funny. Hmm. They did bring it up on commentary, too. Um, then we had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Fire and Desire, or uh, Sex and Violence, whatever you want to call them, uh, uh, defeating Carmella and Ember Moon. Decent match. I like seeing Ember Moon. Are we, are we back to putting Ember Moon into pointless tag team matches now? <laughs> no, this was, this was billed. Oh, wait, these four are in the Money in the Bank. These okay. three of them. Oh, Sonya's not in. You're right. You're Sonya's right. Sonya's not in. But the other three are. Who's the fourth one? Bailey. Bailey. Thank you. No sign of Bailey on the show. That's why I forget about her. But anyway, the, the end of the match saw uh, Sonya actually take a bump for Mandy so that Mandy, Mandy could uh, secure the pin. Hmm. I smell a heel turn at Money in the Bank. Heel, heel turn. Face I guess turn? it would be a face turn for Sonya, but I smell a turn because – Sonya allowed Mandy to be in the match, mm-hmm. and now here she's taking bumps for her. Mm-hmm. I smell a turn coming. You could cost her the briefcase. Um, after the match, uh, the Sky Pirates 2.0, whatever, Paige came out with them. and The anime experience. Yeah, basically was like, yeah, you guys just won that, but you guys can't beat us. So face us next week. Okay, cool, cool. 
and then the segment was over. It was so. What are it, are they just Kyrie and and Asuka? Do they have a, a name, an official or unofficial nope. name? It's Oscar and Kyrie. Hey, Paige's chicks. I don't know. Also, why are Oscar and Kyrie saying facing Fire and Desire next week when they literally pinned the tag champs last week? Well, they pinned. I think it was just Peyton, but still. Because Paige. <laughs> I guess. Just because Paige. They get a title match. They will. Shouldn't it be at the pay-per-view in two weeks? Ideally. I don't know. There's there's not much they could do if the Iconics apparently weren't there. So then we had the WWE Championship match. So, okay. Earlier in the night, Kevin Owens was filming one of his uh, uh, promos from inside his car like he was doing before he, was, uh, before he returned. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, it's my birthday, so I don't want to be there. So I'm not there. So I'm here with my family. All right, cool. Is he still doing the family gimmick, even though he's now fa- he's now heel? Yeah, but now it's more like I'd rather be with my family than with you guys, which I guess wouldn't be. That right. would still I make him slightly facey. Th- the way he phrased it was, I don't want to be there with you guys on my birthday. I, I, I don't want to be with you guys. I don't know if he okay. He mentioned family, but it wasn't like, I'd rather be with my family on my birthday. It wasn't you know that type of thing. Anyway, so Kofi Kingston. Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, triple threat, WWE Championship match. Was there anything referenced by Kevin Owens in that promo to allude to this match? or? Cause you, I don't, cause you, he probably... Because okay. I, I was wondering if that was uh, the reason uh, you brought it. Was that the promo right before this match? No, okay. it was earlier in the night. The uh, reason I bring it up yes. is because it was Holly Ruse. Kevin was actually here. And he comes out and he beats up Xavier on the outside. And at this point, AJ, what did AJ, AJ took a trouble in paradise on the apron and fell off to the outside. Mm-hmm. So then it's just Sammy and AJ, or Sammy and Kofi in the ring, right? Oh, oh, Kevin, oh. bro, I'm not even kidding. You need to watch this match in real time. Okay, so AJ, Jesus, Kevin distracts Kofi. Sammy grabs Kofi, hits him with a blue thunderbomb. I fell for that near fall so hard. And then he just picks up Kofi, hits him with a second blue thunderbomb. Again, I bit on that near fall so hard. Picks him up. I think he hit him with a third one. <laughs> Again, bit on it. So I was like, this is the third one. Like, they're just pinning him here. It's, yeah, they, Sammy's winning. No. Oh, my God. Was, Ke- was Kevin Owens just standing there watching Kevin the kind of, yeah, went back to the ramp because he was like, all right, Sammy's got this. So then... After the third blue thunderbomb, Sammy is waiting for Kofi. Kofi's getting up in the corner, going for the Huluva kick, right? Trouble in Paradise out of nowhere. Kofi retains. It's Trouble in Paradise the new arcade. It kind of is, where he is. I mean, which I'm fine with. I love moves that, like, the the, the RKO, the women's right, moves mm-hmm. that you can do out of nowhere like that, I'm yeah. very okay with. So the, the fact that they've done that with the Trouble in Paradise, I, I like it a lot. Um but good God, did I bite into Sami Zayn winning the championship. For some reason, I really was like, oh, my God. And then they can do Kevin versus Sami at Money in the Bank. And like the, it, and this honestly felt like a test for Sami. And I think it was very successful in the main event scene. A test as far as? As, as far as in the main event scene. And I, I think it was a very good, very successful test. But, yeah, uh, Kevin was at after oh yeah his last actual feud was kind of that throwaway with bobby wasn't it yes yes it was where he got vertigo (laughs) he's just so good um but yeah kevin was upset he left and uh kofi attended to xavier to end the show so in summary raw was shit (laughs) literally the fin i I don't even the Firefly Funhouse was good. That's about it. And then SmackDown was decent actually. SmackDown was actually good. There were two extremely good matches on the show. Um and they're at least building more feuds than Raw seems to be mm-hmm. at this point. I would give Raw I would give Raw a, I'll give it a 2. I was going to give it a 1. I'll give it a very low 2. And I'll give SmackDown about a 3. Because it was very good. Ah, three and a half, I'll give it. Because it was it, it was good. Those, those matches were phenomenal. But yeah, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank is a week from Sunday. I'm a, I'm a, 
actually very excited because those are very fun pay-per-views. Oh, that was one thing I wanted to bring up with the wildcard rule. I think the wildcard rule actually makes Money in the Bank very interesting. Probably. Because in theory, you know, Drew McIntyre could win it. And on the wildcard rule, he could go to SmackDown and cash in on Kofi. Yeah, via wildcard. I, I think it makes it very interesting. And again, there's that slight twist of op- optimism that I think this could end up working if they figure out some distinct rules, mm-hmm. explain how it happens. Why was Sammy there if he didn't want to be there? Did mm-hmm. someone force him to go? There's 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 things that they need to iron out. But for coming up for with a plan when two networks are yelling at you within a week, this could end up working. I just don't see. The I difference. talk myself into these kind of things. I'm gonna get disappointed. <laughs> I just don't see the the reasoning as to why they had to force that that thing now. I agree. I completely agree. They could have hashed this out for at least a month, <laughs> and then into, I- implemented the rule before mm-hmm. the October. You know, it's whatever. But anyway, that's all the time we have for today. We actually got a long time out of this. I was ranting <laughs> hey man i thought it was i thought it was a good show good 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 go ahead and take us out cool first round kl find us on anchor spotify apple apple podcast uh google podcast and most of your favorite podcast providers just give us a search go on the search bar wherever you listen to your podcast search first round ko and yeah if you see the logo hey you found us what up uh on twitter follow us at frko podcast follow kyle at olsen 2k18 Follow myself at Connor Moore underscore seven. I assume Orlando Arcia just got a hit. Of course he did. After Manny Pena just hit a home run. Dope. Uh, uh, Follow Three Count Review, which is this show, or this version of the show today that we just recorded, at the number three count review. Follow Here We Go Yelich at Here We Go Yelich. Did I miss any other account? I don't think so. I was watching RCS, so I don't know. All right. Well, I'm. I think I got them all. So let's call it good. Anyway, all of them are in the link description. All, all the, of links the links are in, are the, in description. the description. Also, is a link for merch. Yeah, we have merch on Redbubble. Thank you to whoever just bought stickers. Yeah, you're the greatest. Someone, yeah. Yeah, uh, someone bought two. Cool. Like, super cool. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Next episode. This weekend, we might try to do uh, some sort of basketball one. I'd be down. Especially if the Bucks win tonight. Oh, I'd be down. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm so ready. Um, so, yeah, we're, the, this, a bunch of series are finishing up. So, if we wait till the right time and we get Chad on this weekend, mm-hmm. I think we could do a good good basketball episode this weekend. So, look forward to that. If not, we'll talk about basketball on Monday. So. All right. Well, I am knocking on wood right now because I have a, I have a very weird, horrible feeling. This is what I'm about to say is going to age poorly, and I hope I'm wrong. Bucks and five. Until then, we will see you when we shot the system. Since day one-ish, stay fresh. Bucks and five. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J Dilla Dilla Need another dollar dollar in Manila So vanilla with a swirl let the blade run Tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation Heebie-jeebies we already had this conversation Kept me busy since day one Accusations Pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris Never measure up cause we've been on a different metric and I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa